What's up, guys? You're tuned in to The Scoreboard with your host, Michael and Ryan Kay. Check them out every Tuesday right here on Anchor, the best part of your day via podcast. What's up, everybody? It is January 15th, 2024. You guys listen to the scoreboard brought to you by Anchor. This is a place where two bros talk about sports, pop culture, and everything else in between. You guys could have been anywhere else, but you guys are here with us. And for that, we appreciate you. Happy New Year to all of you guys. We're your host of Heartbreak Kid, Michael Hill, and your arcade, Ryan K. How you doing, my man? Doing all right, man. Doing all right. Uh, just, you know, just trying to start the new year off right. You know, um, hoping for hoping for some uh, some positive change in 2024, uh, just like I had positive change in 2023. Mm-hmm. You know, 2023 was pretty good to me. Uh, you know, let's hope that I continue that momentum. That's kind of where I'm at with it. Yeah. So you know, just vibing. The, finally, going to get to go visit my family this weekend, so we can do our Christmas. Of like a whole almost month later because hmm. that's just schedules so you know like i said that's just kind of the vibes we own right it's now the vibes we on yeah yeah i like the so same thing here i hope uh, my 2024 is really good i like you know and i like before we get into the show i know last year I ended it very abruptly last year and for those that know me and the ones that that know me outside the podcast like you know and now and we're kind of like family so i can i can um i can vent to you guys about this reason why that was a thing because december 1st i had lost my father and yeah i like that was at that point i like that that following tuesday and Ryan didn't even know because I didn't tell nobody. The only person I told was my friend Anthony. That's because he saw me that day and mm-hmm. it was fresh that day. Yeah. So like nobody really knew. Not even like not even my coworkers until after the fact. So yeah, I like I had to deal with that. So I just felt like that was 
it, it was just like the most i felt like it was the best decision to do that but i appreciate everybody i like for y'all prayers appreciate everybody's kind words and all that other stuff i like you know i'm still not in a great place but i'm better than what i was and i'm ready to go so let's roll so with that being said we have an awesome show for you guys today so we're going to be getting into your guys questions we had a crazy I like, you know, NFL wildcard weekend. And we're going to be getting the Shohei Atani and Yamamoto worth almost like, no, it's not almost. They are worth a billion dollars. You know, but first, like, we got, first, we're going to get into, we had a national title game last week that we didn't cover because we didn't realize like we wasn't on air. So, I like Michigan routes. Uh, routes Washington, fucking the thirty-four, it uh, thirty-four, uh, fourteen, I believe. Like in this game, was close. No, 34-13. I'm sorry. This game to me when I was watching, because me and my homeboy Thomas were watching at work while we was working, because he had it on his phone. And from what I was watching from it, this game was close until it wasn't. Yeah, took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah. So the thing was. So, Washington had a hard time uh, getting anything going. Um, they couldn't stop the run either. And they had a hard time stopping the run. Um, Michigan had to do very little um, to just kind of just... Because, again, Michigan's defense harassed Penix and did a good job of making him uncomfortable and harassing him. And, you know, you know, a lot, a lot of those plays kind of... Um, you know that are were available to Washington throughout the year just weren't in that game, and the frustrating part to me was, uh, and I'm not one that's big to harp on officials, especially when you don't really have a vested dog in the fight. Yeah, um, you don't, you know, you don't have vested interest in the game in any way, shape, or form. The officiating was very pro Michigan. Um, there was a play where they called back one of the first big plays Washington hit, and it was when the game was still close. Mm-hmm. And they call it back immediately for like a really garbage like holding. Yeah. And then they turn around and let Michigan get away with a worse holding. Like yeah. it just like it's just weird, like weirdly one sided officiating. Um let's also um you know, we haven't really spoken about the Harbaugh controversy where with them cheating and like, you know, looking in on like the scandal or whatever. Um this is one of the most oralless, dripless fucking teams that has ever won a natty. Um, Harbaugh's a fucking weirdo who cheats. JJ McCarthy is asked to do nothing, bro. I like and, it. if any. I, I can't believe people I like you know think this guy. I like from. Look, I like, if you're thinking about trying to uh, draft J.J. McCarthy in the second or third round, I would suggest you don't. My thing is, I think I, I think that we don't know enough about him to even know. Because here's the thing. If you if you are an organization like the Minnesota Vikings, hypothetically, and you say you're going to run it back with Kirk Cousins, and say you want to have a guy like McCarthy sit behind him, I can see that for him. I oh, mean, I like I seen some of them passes, man. He has some ducks out there, bro. He's got a pretty strong arm, and he's pretty, like, mobile. I, but, again, I don't know. Um, 
He's he's man. I, I just I don't know how to feel about him. It, I feel like we have seen so little that I just do not know what to think. It's of. one of those things like you know from a quarterback like that I want to see in college, and th- th- there was some even when the game was close, and me and my homeboy was sitting there talking like, can he just make like one throw to be like, man, that was a damn good throw, JJ? And there's just there's yeah. not enough of those. Yeah, exactly. There's like, not enough I mean, of those. He had a couple of those moments against Alabama, but they. Ask him to do it so infrequently that like you don't even know if he what he's capable. Like, and they still almost lost that game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, I don't, I don't know how to feel about him. Um, but yeah, like this, this was a, it was a boring game, quite frankly. No, no, like it wasn't as boring as last year's game. <laughs> no, no one, um, no one. At least, at least Washington, like for like a, a put half, up a fight, put up a fight for like a half. Looked like they deserved to be there. I like yeah. it wasn't like it was last year. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, like I said, the whole thing just it it that was a like I said that game was frustrating to me because it felt like right when Washington was about to break out and get some momentum going, they call that crappy holding. For me, it was just one of those things, and I hate being like one of those guys when I watch a game, and it was just like whenever I saw it, I was just looking at the TV, saying to myself, all Michigan has to do is not lose the game. Yeah. I like, you know what I'm saying? It was theirs to lose. Yeah, I mean, again, because I feel like, you know what I'm saying, the like the, uh, we saw the best Washington the week before, and that's because. Sorry, my man. I love my man Thomas is a Texas fan, and he'll tell you Texas can't stop nobody. That was a shootout. Yeah, yeah, that was a fun game. Um, that was the that was the best game of the playoff games for sure. Um, but yeah, again, it just the whole thing was um, whole thing was weird, and like I said, I just I don't know, man. I I think about. I know this is weird to like even bring this up because again we're not talking about my school at all but I think about the last couple of natties and I'm very resentful of the slate for like the teams because like I think about uh, for Clemson right like when Clemson was on their little run Mm -hmm. they had to face Derrick Henry Nick Saban Alabama they had to turn around and beat Nick Saban Alabama again. Then they had to turn around and beat Nick out and Saban Alabama a second time. And then they had to play fucking Joe Burrow LSU God Baby team. And then they had to turn around and play Justin Fields Ohio State team in a revenge game. Like, I think about that. And then I think about this last couple of years. It's like the field has been so weak. And, like, we had to, like, deal with awful, awful, awful stuff. I like you, you can blame the NIL for that. I can. Well, uh, but we're going to get to that, like, you know, later because somebody asked a question about that. Yeah. Or they asked a question pertaining to, like, you know, it's about pertaining to Nick Saban. And I feel like, and I said it on Twitter, but I'm going to expound upon it. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I totally I totally get where you come up yeah, from. But like I feel I said, like NIL has a lot to do with it. Oh, that. yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Of course. But, like I said, you look at, um, like Georgia, Georgia limp dicked over fucking TCU last year. They had a rematch against fucking. Uh, they had a rematch against the fucking um, team that beat them in the SEC title game. 
you know, to beat them in a fucking championship. And yeah. it was basically Bryce Young and nothing, mm-hmm. you know, because that was just how good Bryce Young was. Mm-hmm. And like I said, this year was Washington and Michigan. And Washington was a pretty solid team. Mm-hmm. And I just think that they matched up poorly with Michigan yeah. because it's like they can't stop the run. All Michigan does is run the ball. Yeah, Michigan's defense is very good, mm-hmm. and they made Penix uncomfortable. Yes, so that was just kind of a bad matchup. It was a bad. It was a totally bad matchup. I felt like Texas would Texas versus Michigan would have been a more entertaining game. It, but I think it's also like the, the also the luck of the draw too. Yeah. It's like because they had to deal with like you know say Alabama too. Yeah. Granted, it was nowhere that team was nowhere as near as good as like you know saying the teams that Deshaun Watson and Trevor Lawrence mm-hmm. faced. You know, but like Bama could have almost won that game. Yeah. If it wasn't for an spectacular goal line stand, like we probably would be having a different discussion. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and the thing is, like Bama, Bama beats Georgia, and so the playoffs end up the way that they do, and. You have this like weird thing where like okay so like they beat Georgia in the most important game of the year that bounces Georgia out of the playoff and the thing is the best way I could put this is they got Bama's best shot and they couldn't quite cuz again this Georgia team was vulnerable yeah um they got Bama's best shot in that game and, and the thing they still almost pulled away. Yeah, and the thing is, like, my thing looking at it is, um, and I continue to, like, I look at this this Alabama team and the coaching job that Nick Saban did this year because that wasn't a fucking it play. wasn't it wasn't loaded at all. No, I mean you had like Jalen Milrow and he he's and he's not really that good, no. and he's he's a little rough around the edges, yeah. and then you know. Like I said again, that's by far the worst quarterback I've ever seen Nick Saban trot out there. Um, that guy, there was a guy a few years back that was worse. Oh, I you talking about Jay, uh, Jake Coker? Jake Coker sucked too, but like I'm not even talking about him. There was a guy. There was a guy in the. Um, Oh God, I can't remember his name. I'll look it up when we go on break. And... Greg McElroy? No, no, no. Greg was fine for what he was. He wasn't asked to do a lot. Like those kinds of guys that though Jake Coke, those guys were a different. But in but terms, that, that was a different era of saving football. Yeah, exactly. Like in terms of the like trying to change. Yeah, I want to say his last name was Bell or something, but like I, that's not right. But but I think he got benched. Yeah, me. like I said, he was. Yeah, he he wasn't very good. Yeah, but everybody saw it after. Him to get I like yeah it. like I said that this Milrow's not as bad as that guy was for sure but yeah like I said again there's just I, I don't know man but but yeah this like I said this this natty wasn't super entertaining it was very defense oriented it was like a slog and then it just felt like Michigan made Washington play their game which absolutely befit, benefited Michigan mm-hmm. like, like ball control it's kind of like watching my old high school team play whenever I played mm-hmm. ball control methodical offense and you just eventually they wore them down Mm-hmm. They wore him down, and like, and and, and, it, and they broke it wide open. They broke it wide open. Yeah. I have a question though, because I want to know how do you feel, and I want to know how you guys feel about them extending the playoffs to twelve teams. Was it? 
I think it's fine. I mean, it'll it, it that I was like that Florida State thing. Like, was, it'll I, shit shuts up a lot of that. I feel like that y'all couldn't extend it to eight first, then go to twelve. Yeah, I think I, I feel I feel, I feel like you know I think eight. twelve is too many. I think eight's better. Because how are we gonna do that? I like. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, like, are we go? Are you going to get like less time to pre- to prepare? Because like they yeah. get like a month and a half to prepare for yeah. like you know the playoff, right? Yeah, I don't know, man. It, it seems like it. that that would be the only as that would be the only way I would feel like because if you think you got twelve teams, six on each bracket, they play how many weeks is that? I'm not I'm not sure. I'm not a mathematician. Never was the best at math, so I assume that would be about a month. Yeah, like I said, that's the, I'm not sure about the logistics of it. It's gonna be strange to see how they. It's gonna be strange. Because, like be you said, I think they should have just done eight. Right. Yeah, I, I feel like they should have done eight just to see how that would go. And if you have some success with eight, then if you want to, then you can go to twelve. To, to me, I think twelve is too. Many. I think twelve is too many. I think eight's perfect because, think, quite quite frankly, the only teams that have an argument literally are teams that are like five and six usually. Yeah. So quite frankly, seven and eight should just be happy to be to there. be there. I, and I feel like I've been saying this for years. I feel like we should it should be extended to eight because I do feel like you know what I'm saying twelve is outright, dude. Yeah, twelve is outright. Like the twelve. Think of, think of, there. There's the there's a very funny thing in college football with seeding. Like when you look at the top twenty five, it gets exponentially like there, there's a very the differences between one through four. Sometimes are negligible. Sometimes are are large. Yeah, depending. But on but the there team. there is there is a point in the top fucking five even. Yeah, or like probably you could say maybe top like seven or so. There's a very large difference between the number three team in the country and the number seven team in the country. Yeah. There is a much bigger difference between the number three team in the country and the number seven team in the country than the number five team in the country and the number seven team in the country. Mm-hmm. Like there, There's a chasm mm-hmm. that like starts, and it just depends on how the field is that year. Yeah. Um, and uh, also, and, and, the, and the thing is, that chasm, you're going to see that. Like some of the those on, on games, a wider scale. those games are going to be shitty. Yeah. Like you're gonna, like you have a you have a one seed playing like twelve. Like, yeah, that's gonna be shit. Or you have like a, you know, you have like a like because that is a team that just doesn't even need to like play that. Yeah, team, probably. Or you have a two seed playing a, uh, you have a two seed playing an eleven seed. Like again. Just not even the only games that are going to be good are the, the five and six seed. And the mere fact, like you, you're risking more chance of injury. Injury, yeah. And then you're, you're. It's more games. There's more chances for kids to get hurt. Um, you're not good. Yeah, like, and I feel like we're going to see more of the top players not play. I like because yeah. it's because it's, it's a difference. Like you know when you're in it and like you're worried about your draft stock. But all right, I like I I know for a fact I'm playing one more game in a playoff, but potentially two. Now it's the potential you have to play like four games. Yeah. Well, I like I, I I just don't I don't know, man. I like I, I don't know. At least with the with the eight, it's like an extra game, I believe. You play an extra game. Yeah. But but that's but winning but depends on how much winning a natty like means to you. Because I know mm-hmm. the Florida game that they play Georgia in. I want to say 14, 14 players, eleven of them like were on the 
like 11 of them were starters, like didn't dress out because there was no need. Yep. And that's why Georgia blew them out the way they did. Uh, like, so when people say like they blew out Florida State, there's some nuance to that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, and the other three were key contributors. So you have 14 guys that were key contributors, 11 of them starters that didn't even play that game. I like that. That says a lot. That says a lot. I like. I like. I'm. Ex- I'm excited to see what how they're gonna do. I wouldn't say excited. I, I'm curious to see what they're gonna do. Or like you know, with the 12 teams, I really think they should. They should have started with eight. And if you would have got success from eight, and we still would have had yeah the problems that we still have going on. Mm-hmm. Well, like you know, teams that deserving to be in there that don't that that should be in there which i don't think with an 18 playoff that'll happen yeah i really don't think that'll happen yeah but i don't know man that's just the ncaa being greedy i i yeah i'm kind of with you like these games like especially like the first you you might get like an upset you might get like one or two you might see the four seed lose to like the eight seed maybe maybe you might see that i don't know I don't like, think so. Got those mid-tier, like you know, uh, seeds. Like I said, the set, the seven seed, and like that—that's where it starts to get interesting. Maybe it really just depends on the field, man. Because like I said, I just feel like that they're not considering the fact that there's a very noticeable dip in quality. Because how many times have you seen a team win the natty, and then a team finishes at the fringe of the top ten? That the team that won the natty like beat the absolute yeah. shit out of like when they like I mean throttled mm-hmm. that just happens. I mean, dude, think about it like this: like, okay, so like, say Florida State stays healthy and Jordan Travis stays healthy, and they got to do what they got to do, and then they got to show up in the playoff and do their thing. They almost lost to fucking Clemson, man. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, stuff like that happens, dude. It just does. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's like that sort of disparity. So, like, you know, again, sometimes it just depends on how these teams sit. You know, like, what's the field? Like, how good are these teams actually? Yeah. That's what it boils down because you, you don't know. And I understand that this, this bracketology is probably, like, trying to answer that question. Mm-hmm. But realistically, like, if you, you're trying to tell me, like, you know, fucking... Here, let me just... Just for this argument's sake, I'm going to pull up the final top, like, 25... Um, like the final standings for college football this year, mm-hmm. and just so I can make my point. Um, so like, I got, I think I got it. Up. I got it up right now. Talk about the AP or the. It doesn't the, matter. Just, just one of them. So, so what do you, exactly do you need? I just need to. I just want to look at this real quick and make a point. All right. Okay. So Oregon, it, Oregon finished seventh. Um, like. No disrespect to Oregon. They got the fuck beat out of them by Washington in that championship. Yes. And they played them kind of tough in that one game, but Washington pulled away. So that's the team that finished seventh. Do you think that Oregon playing Michigan or hell, even Georgia, do you think that goes well for them? Probably not. No. Or like, Lord knows, like, you're looking at like, like, now... The counter-argument for that is you're looking at LSU at 12. LSU was pretty frisky. But LSU got the fuck beat out of them by a full-strength Florida State team. Yeah. They got, like, early in the year, and they became a different team. But they yeah. lost a couple more games. Yes. So, yeah, they're kind of frisky. But, like, what are we doing here? You know, like, Arizona sitting 11th. Does anyone think – and no disrespect to it, because Arizona's got a pretty good young quarterback. Like, they're, they're, they're fine. 
But do we really think that Arizona's with the shits like that? No. Ohio State was soft this year because yep. their quarterback sucked. Um, Missouri finished eighth, which, hey, good for them. They're on an upswing. Good for them. We'll see if they can keep it going. Yeah, but nobody really thinks they're going to be a threat. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, that's the kind of teams we're talking about. Like, that, like you got, you, you're going to sit here and you're going to look me in the face. And you're going to tell me dead ass you think Arizona playing Washington would have worked out all right for them. <laughs> you were on some fucking... You off the the pookie, yeah. my dog. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like It just ain't the same shit. Yeah, that's what I say. Like, I feel like it should have been... Oh, at the top eight. Yeah, top eight. Top eight, I could get behind. Yeah, a little but, bit. but like the nut twelve, I think is too much. Yeah. I think it's far too much. But coming up next, I like NFL wild card playoffs. We also got our quote of the week. You guys keep a lot on the scoreboard on Anchor. Oh hi, do mother oh you money? Have you been in an accident? Let me represent you here at Dashy and Dashy. We promise to get you cashy in a flashy. What? Oh, the tech. I'm leaving this shit on. You know how much this shit costs? I'm taking this shit right back after this commercial. I know what you're thinking. Dashy, how do I know you are the right lawyer for me? Don't listen to me. Listen to my satisfied clientele. Dashy got me 1.6 billion on my malpractice. He even threw in some duct tape, a bag of Skittles, and this free rush card. Not to mention the boy cute as hell. Hey, boo. Uh, Dashie got me $66 million from my accident. God damn, he look like you ain't never recover. Lady, you look like all Dashie got me $200 and an iPad for my slip and fall accident. I, I mean, the iPad was used, but... Anyway, um, here is another one of my satisfied clientele. Yo, the homie Dashie got me $3.3 jillion on my lawsuit. Still not satisfied? Maybe one of my celebrity friends could change your mind. Yo, it's your boy Hover, and you know Dashy helped me get all that cake, 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 cake. <laughs> he the only reason I could make Holy Grail. Yep. <laughs> How you think I got Justin Timberlake? <laughs> yep. <laughs> your boy. Thank you, Dashy. Hove. You can sue mother for damn near anything nowadays, including slip and fall, car accident, he stole my girl, or she stole my man, got caught cheating, but I still want to sue though. That mother ate my lunch and it had my name on it too. Borrowed my Super Nintendo back in the day and still ain't returned it yet. Didn't follow me on Twitter. Didn't double tap my pics on Instagram and many more. Haven't been in an accident? That's okay. Hit us up. Let us know where you gonna be at and what time. We'll show up and make sure you get into one. Sure, you gonna be in a lot of pain, but hey, money heals all wounds. Need money right now? I'm talking about right, right, right now. Look, if your ass can't wait, call 555-7768, bitch. Dash is not really a lawyer. Do not trust this motherfucker. He will take your chick and all your money. How do I know? Because the motherfucker did it to me, and I thought we were boys. That's fucked up. Oh! Hey, Tyrone, what you doing in Philly? I thought you was in Cali. Man, I was. But then they said we was having an earthquake, so I had to relocate. But come to find out, the only thing was cracking and shaking was your wife ass cheeks when I was fucking along with that stuff. I 
was your movie, by the way? Oh, I missed uh, it. Mine, mine went straight to DVD, just like yours. <laughs> but it was lit, baby! What's up, guys? This is the Scoreboard Quote of the Week, brought to you by Nobody. Because we're broke. This was supposed to be a segment dedicated to people that say amazing things. But as everybody knows, we'll focus on gems like this. I would, but uh, I know where that hand's been. And this. Studios, they make sure you ain't booty. Holy crap, I don't know who the hell we think we are. You couldn't stay off the weed. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. So with that being said, here are my two favorite guys, HBK and The Arcade. Welcome back, everybody. It's our quote of the week. I have one. I don't know who this quote belongs to, but if you're if you're a Bible reader like me, this comes from the book of Assolations 313. Oh, okay. And this... And the, the and the scripture says, "If it jiggles when she walks, I shall listen. I shall listen when she talks." There you go. There you go. I like a Noah a, a scripture I live by. And whenever I get a girlfriend, it's gonna be worse. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. But yeah, um, my quote of the week goes this guy named Caleb Castile. He tweeted this out right after Saban announced he was retiring. He goes, Coach Saban didn't trust himself to lead a football team at the age of 72. Excuse my French, but how the fuck are we trusting 80-plus-year-olds to run this country? You know what? Man spitting. Hey. Man spitting. That's motherfuck, a- that motherfucker spitting. Yeah. I like, hey, I like it. People say you don't learn anything from like from playing video games. If you want want to know how the government operates, how it works, well, I'll just play any Metal Gear Solid game. <laughs> you laughing? I'm being, <laughs> I'm being dead serious. Oh, that's funny as fuck though. <laughs> play a Metal Gear Solid game. Oof, dog. Oof. I like you know it'll it'll, it'll it'll tell you how they fucking operate, dogs. I like and they're shit. they're not far off. That's some funny shit. You man. know what I'm saying? But I know something that wasn't far off. These fucking games in the wild card, but like th- most of these games dog outside of one, ass. straight cheeks, dog, belt to ass, just straight asses getting beat, beat down, dog. Straight teams is getting hoed all damn weekend. Motherfucking ridiculous. I like Cleveland versus the uh, Texans. Sorry, my man. My, Joe, boy, dude, my boy Lee. He's a Cleveland Browns fan. Delta ass. Dog, I'm telling you, the, the Houston Texans revenge game against Deshaun Watson. CJ Stroud continues to be chest full of dogs, man. <laughs> He's hilarious. <laughs> CJ Stroud already probably a top five quarterback in this league. Don't at me. Don't give a fuck. I will stand on that. Don't fucking care um that dude is a baller fucking well, i'm trying to figure out whatever happened uh, i don't trust ohio state quarterbacks i like it no 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 college is qb year i mean no uh, uh, no year. they're all different man and the thing is like cj stroud is a fucking dude Hey. And to be honest with you, the Texans didn't even want C.J. Stroud. They wanted Bryce Young. They had to settle for C.J. Stroud. And it's a crapshoot. And good for them. Yeah, they ended up on the right side of it. Because, I mean, I'm going to tell you something. If they had ended up with Bryce Young, Bryce Young would 
probably be balling out because Bryce Young's problem in Carolina, the coaching shit, there are no weapons. It's bad vibes. So, fucking... Uh, I like and Joe Flacco reverted to Joe. Joe Joe Flacco turned back into a pumpkin. Listen, we got a little we we playoff Flacco came a little too early. Yeah, we got him. At, we got we got him in the tail end of the season. Flacco was balling out. It was cool to see, but it had to stop, and sure enough, it did. You know, and that, and that's straight. You know, um, you gotta think you lost your like you lost your uh, you lost your franchise quarterback. Yeah, hey, you know, like you know, saying so you still got that defense. You have one of the best offensive lines in the league. You got, yeah, it, it'll be fine. Um, you know, it, it'll be fine for them. Um, fucking the Chiefs Dolphins game, belt to ass. That was belt to ass. That was just that was that was a uh, <laughs> dog. I saw Lajarius Sneed. Check. I saw him jam Tyreek Hill at the line into the ground so hard. Dude, Ty- Tyreek Hill tweeted about it today. Tyreek Hill said that man jammed me all the way to Cancun. Because <laughs> that's real. To be honest with you, Tyreek didn't want to play. If you looked at that play, like when the play started, this dude still had his hands in in his hand warmers. Yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, it was miserable, man. It was so cold. It was miserable, dog. And the thing is, it was just just miserable ass weather and the thing is you know because even he made fun of it because there was like a picture of him walking out there he was like so who the hell let me walk out here with my but my with my lips that ashy yeah that's what i'm saying he was cracking jokes the whole time time. (laughs) yeah he didn't give a fuck dog he's like i got i got my super bowl i ain't worried i ain't worried i got my money i I got my money i got my super bowl i ain't worried about it fucking but uh you know that fucking, you know, in that. I, I said, I'm, I'm, I'm laughing at the fucking Dolphins just for the mere fact they they had a three game lead in the division with five games left, and they lost it to the Choke. fucking Bill. Choke, choking. That is that you is all time choking. You got choking in your DNA, my guys. To to to. Tua is not a great weather quarterback. No, Tua's a great quarterback. I want them to give him $50 million next year. I I I need that. Oh, I feel you. I need that. Oh, I feel you. He's a great quarterback. Oh, shit. I like with with Belichick gone. I like, you know, we don't know what Josh Allen going to be. I like, shit. In in, in any given year, Tua can be the best quarterback in the AFC East. I need need that. All right, all right. I need that. So, for all the listeners out there. I need that. uh, That this is truly filthy work happening right now because this motherfucker tried so hard not to smile and laugh saying this shit right now just devious pure evil just pure evil in this man's heart <laughs> just evil that's all this is right now fucking nah dude so this game was uh very defensive oriented you know the chiefs chiefs just controlled the game um they ran the ball well Patrick Mahomes, I saw I saw some plays where Mahomes made throws and these receivers continue to be got dog shit bad and drop. Yeah, but it doesn't matter because again, Mahomes, the, do- the Dolphins are soft and like yeah, they're you know, soft <laughs> as shit. Uh, I am trying to kind of go in descending order of funniness um, for these games, and then we're gonna close out with the actual good game. Um, Steelers Bills. 
Built uh, to ass. That was built to ass. Well, we didn't this even te- we didn't even get to the cowboys. And no, that's what I'm saying. We're oh, going to we're going down. to descending levels oh, of funniness because okay. if we, we I want I want to that game was fucking hilarious. All right. We, we, so but the Steelers and Bills still built to ass. I wish it would have been built to ass on the Bills, but hey, yeah. Well, we knew what was up. I mean, the Steelers. The fact that the Steelers made the playoffs, like I mean, it's just an unbelievable coaching job by Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin is too good at his. He's job. too good at his job. Quite I like, and it's and it's crazy that like you know saying like retards like yeah i said the word retard because whenever terry bradshaw speaks nothing nothing good or coherent ever comes out of it the, the mere fact that this man said on national tele- television on more than multiple occasions and he was like i don't think mike tomlin's a good coach if mike tomlin isn't a good coach you show me a bad one i can show you plenty of bad ones yeah he's, he's not one of them yeah i mean and keep in mind that this is his team that Mike Tomlin coaches, and keep in mind that he had Chuck Knoll, yeah. so he's speaking from a place of being a spoiled little shit. And he wasn't even that good for Chuck Knoll. Let, let's be honest; like half of his career, I like you know what I'm saying. He fucking sucked. Yeah, but so like I said, man, again that whole that whole situation was. And some Steeler fans too. I had to tell my 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 good friend coach. I was like, you know, saying you'd be surprised how many Steeler fans don't like Mike Tomlin or don't or don't want him. I can get into the, in the deeper reasons, but I'm not going to. I like cause considering the fact that him and Bill Cowher have like the exact same record. If anything, I think Mike Tomlin's record is better, and yeah. they still and like and they still have one Super Bowl apiece, you know, with them. I like I don't I don't get it. I will never get the yeah, Mike, like, Mike dude. Tomlin like hate. I said, this dude has never had a losing season. He makes the playoffs almost every year. Like it's and the thing is. They they continuously hand him dog shit rosters. Yeah, and he just figures it out. I like they it. hand him dog shit quarterbacks. They hand him dog shit rosters. He's had think about all the stuff he's had to deal with. The Le'Veon Bell holdout, which then led to the Antonio Brown holdout. Mm-hmm. Then the Ben Waffelsberger aging his way out of the league, but you can't quite get like, get push him out. You can't push him out the door because he won been, you. He yeah, won you two Super Bowls. He's Ben Roethlisberger. He's won you two Super Bowls. Um, you can't quite push him out the door. I said Marquise Pouncey, like you know, say retiring early. You get so you gotta re- replace that, dude. The the endless cavalcade of them drafting third and fourth round receivers, making them work, then having them leave, like the the just this re- the the the, shift, the, the, the shift from them having an elite defense to an elite offense, back to having an elite, elite defense. defense like, and even when they had an elite offense, that offensive line can never really get right. Yeah, exactly, and that's kind of the place where we're at now. Like their O lines, shitty. Because people tend to forget, like the the last Super Bowl they won, I like you know saying that offensive line was a bottom five group. They happened to somewhat play well down the stretch, but that offensive line yeah. was not good. Well, it was sort of like this stretch that they went on at the end of the year. Um, the O line started playing better. Yeah. Even though they are a bottom five group this year, for sure. They have a terrible O-line. This is the same thing. But, yeah, dude, like, Mike Tomlin's an extraordinary coach. Um, it's just one of those things where, like, the Bills just have too much talent. Um, you know. And you're, and you're expecting Mason Rudolph to go out there and outgun Josh Allen in the playoff game in Buffalo. No. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so, I think uh, I think we're going to talk about Eagles Buccaneers next. Delta and, ass. Dude. 
Baker Mayfield just shit on them, dog. They, they, the Eagles' defense is just bad. They can't stop anything. They've been bad all year. They, they, yeah, they were bad all year. I tell people this all the time, and it's not just me being a me being a homer, but just look at it. They haven't been the same since they lost to the 49ers. The 49ers was when they got exposed. I would say the Jets, but yeah, 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 true, but but yeah, I would say the 49ers because the Jets show some chinks in the armor. The 49ers the are 49ers, better than us. The 49ers. Took what y'all started, yeah. Because we we started, we exposed them a little bit, but with the the Vikings, yeah. They we exposed them a little bit. Then the Jets beat them, mm-hmm. and that was like kind of a hmm. And then when the 49ers did what they did, and they they literally talked to Nick Bosa after the game. Nick Bosa said, "Yeah, man, um, Dallas. When Dallas plays them next week, he's like." Hopefully they see what we did and were able to execute. Like you keep Jalen in the pocket, you force him outside of the pocket, mm-hmm. but you don't let him go to the B gaps. Yeah, he goes so he can get his little quick dump offs. Yeah, he goes. You force him to like roll out and like have to like d- deal with something. He goes because Jalen's always looking at the rush and yeah. reacting to the rush. Yes, that's what he does. Mm-hmm. So he does it better than anybody in the league. Yeah, just so, about. Yeah, so that's that's kind of how you the game within the game. Mm-hmm. So like that was like I said, that was really smart of them to adjust, and they have lost like they lost like one out of like seven because mm-hmm. they were ten and one, mm-hmm. and then and that one was the all. Yes, and then when they lost their next game, the floodgates just fucking opened. Yeah, and again they won one more game coming down the stretch. And they lost fucking six or whatever the fuck. I, I would say we took their heart. The 49ers took their soul. Yeah. Because they were a shell of themselves after that beatdown. Which I told I told one of my friends who's an Eagles fan. It was due. I like you guys haven't had your ass beat in like two years. You was due for an ass whooping. Yeah, exactly. Like that's just how it is, man. Like it doesn't matter how good the team I mean, cause dude, like sometimes the Chiefs go out there and get beat down yeah. pretty good. Like that just happens. Yes. Sometimes, dog. It really does. So, you know, like I said, I just, I, I always get a lot of, I always get a lot of laughter out of that for sure. Um, that game was, that game was pretty funny. I, I was telling any Eagle fan now, listen to me, and you know, Eagle fans don't listen. You know, what I'm saying like I'm not gonna say you guys are gonna lose, but you guys are on upset alert. I told so like one of my friends, like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers can absolutely beat y'all in Tampa Bay. Yeah, they have the defense to do so. If Baker Mayfield doesn't uh, doesn't throw the, uh, doesn't throw uh, throw turnovers, because we know, I like say what you want about Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield is not scared to throw the football and make big boy throws. No, D- depending on how no. depending on how it turns out, he's he's not afraid to do yeah. that. Yeah, like the thing the the thing with him that um, the thing about um, Baker Mayfield. Is I, I've always liked that about him, and the thing is, like, he's not he was, scared of the moment. The thing is, like, when he was in Carolina, he was coming off shoulder surgery. Yeah, wasn't exactly right. This year, he's played a lot better because he's a year removed from that shoulder surgery, mm-hmm. and he's got he, you know, obviously he won a very weak NFC South, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, 
He's won multiple. Now he has won multiple playoff games as a number one pick mm-hmm. for multiple teams. And, um, I, and I really think he found a home in, in Tampa Bay. I think, yeah, I think, I, I, th- I think this is a. I think it's a good fit. I think it's, it's a good. good fit. I think it's, it's a good fit too. I think it's a good fit. I like. I never felt like Cleveland was a good fit for him, uh, but I feel like this, especially with the. Uh, with Even the, though he broke their playoff drought, yes, and the, and then he tried to play hurt for them. Yeah. And what did they do? They reward him by telling him to kick fucking rocks and get into. Sean Watson. Yeah. And they and they reap what they sow. And Baker Mayfield just won a playoff game and then Browns got bounced in the first round. Yeah, so there you go. they got belt to ass. Yep. So the most belt to ass game of all <laughs> was the Packers and the Cowboys. <laughs> Boy howdy. <laughs> um <laughs> I need so call you call you Dallas friends. Need to check in on them to no, see if they still them boys. No, I like the Dallas fans are happy right now because Philadelphia Eagles got a bell to ask. Oh yeah, they're fine today. They're fine today. But yesterday they were on suicide. Ooh, man, them motherfuckers. Dog, I am telling you, that shit was nuts, dog. And, like in Dallas fans, like I totally get like you know where you're coming from. Cause if you go and get if you go and get belt to ass, it's nothing better than watching your uh, like your division rival get belt to ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, true. But especially if they've been talking so much shit to you like the day prior and now they're quiet. Yeah. Yeah, man. Dude. It, the whole thing is just wild, though. Like, the way that that unfurled, man. Fucking. You gotta give a lot of credit to Green Bay. Yeah. For the way that they, they game planned and the way that they executed. Because Green Bay literally, like, Matt LaFleur literally figured out, hey, this defense doesn't do well with motion. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, that's what they drew up. They drew up a lot of movement, a lot of. And the thing is, man, like. Jordan Love didn't really get too rattled. They picked on Deron Bland, and they were they, everything they did was just smart. You talk about all pro Deron Bland? Yes. Oh yeah, dude. Deron, dude. Deron Bland, dog. Deron Bland ain't no fucking all pro. I'm gonna tell you, Deron Bland. Yeah, you know, led, he led the he led the league in picks this year. Good for him. But I'm gonna tell you some. Deron Bland has gotten his ass BTFO'd quite a few times this year. Um, and he, there was a point in the game, it was pretty early in the game, they cut to him, and it was, uh, he had given up one touchdown and 137 yards when targeted. Mm. He's getting fucking hooked. So, that shit was ridiculous, dog. Jordan Luck, dude, Dak Prescott, bad, bad Dak Prescott showed up. Which is pick crazy. Pick six. This is crazy. We haven't seen too much of that this year. Yeah. Pick six, like some fu- or or bad interceptions. A couple bad interceptions. What's crazy though is I will say that like Dallas did mount a pretty favorable comeback. Yeah. The Packers defense continues to be fucking ass. Yeah. It's it's real shitty. They they gotta get out of that three four, man. They they've been running it for as long as yeah, I Yeah, the remember. Packers the Packers yeah, that's they shit. gotta get out of that. Yeah, that shit is dumb. But I feel I feel like that's how I feel like their defense can like you know can be better. Yeah, their defensive coordinator is an idiot. But yeah, Matt LaFleur game playing that really well. Jordan Love, I don't wanna like anoint him like, oh, he's elite yet. 
Jordan Love showed a lot of improvement in the second half of the season, and Matt LaFleur gets a lot of credit for adjusting their scheme. He's pretty good. He looks pretty good, which I fucking hate with every fiber of my fucking head. Cannot stress you enough how much I hate. They they do this all the fucking time. If they they just managed, if they quite literally managed third Hall of Fame quarterback in a row, I'm killing myself. I'm so so tired of this shit. Because, again, the formula quite literally is... Have Hall of Fame quarterback draft a dude to be his replacement for like three years. Learn under him for three or four years. Have him steal his abilities like the Monstars and Space Jam profit. That's literally the fucking whole thing. Yeah. This is so stupid. Like that shit is dumber than a motherfucker. Crazy as hell. But but yeah, so now now we can talk about this good game. Um we got this fucking Rams Lions. Man, I was at a bar watching this. It was fun to watch. That was a that was the best game by far. Uh, Jared Goff balled out, but uh, I will say the Rams have a bunch of dudes from Costco playing secondary. Um, their secondary is ass. Yes, and they were stupid as fuck. They had this undrafted free agent edge rusher who is a damn animal, and they dropped him back into coverage fourteen times. That scheme, you guys are idiots, and you get what you get. Yeah. Um, um, Matt Stafford continues to sling that motherfucking rock. He's a dude. Yeah. I will not. That was a scary, quiet 10 and 7 team. I'm going to tell you something. The next year, they get that O line straightened out a little earlier. Yeah. They get stuff rolling a little earlier. Yeah. Dim motherfuckers is scary again. Yeah. Because Stafford is a dude. They are Puka Nakua is is a dude. They figured out a dude, and they got they got Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua. That is some shit. That is a scary. Kyron Williams, like they they hit on a lot of yeah. those dudes. They figured out some shit there. You know, I was like, I know people were talk were talking. They were questioning, like you know whether I like to me. I thought he was a Hall of Famer, but after what he did this year, I like. There's no question to me that Matthew Stafford's. Hall of Famer. I fuck I fuck with Matthew Stafford the long way. I fuck Matthew Stafford alone. I think he's a fucking Hall of yeah. Famer. He's one of those Hall of Famers that needed that title to, like, you know what I'm saying, to give him that push. I'll and, tell you, I'll tell you, man, like- I'll tell you, the one thing that kills me is you think about this, and this this makes me laugh, and this just goes to show. Because again, Detroit never had a run game when he was there. They never had a defense. Yeah, never. They had, had it was him and Megatron were the two man shows. Yes. And then people were like, oh, Matthew Stafford's kind of... And then the second they give him a team, he wins a Super Bowl. Yeah. And he's made the playoffs, I think, every year since. Maybe they they made it 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 last last year. Yeah, but they were pretty good last year, and then this they make the playoffs this, again year. this year. Like again, they 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 turn around because they over committed resources to the Stafford trade for the Super Bowl and the Jalen su- Ramsey. Yeah, and yeah, and they suffered last year because of it. And then this this season, I like, and they hit on a lot of diamonds in the rough. Puka Nakua was drafted in the fifth round, guys. Yeah, exactly. And again, that edge rusher they got undrafted free agent, like he's a Chad. So fuck it up. Uh, Again, man, like I said, I just, 
But I do feel bad. I, I do feel good for Jared Goff just for the mere fact he was written off. And my thing is this: you gotta you gotta put everything in the context. Feel like you know because they were like he wasn't good in L.A. I was like you gotta put it in context. You put you got him in the Super Bowl against Tom Brady. You really think Jared Goff was gonna outgun Tom Brady in the Super Bowl? And Tom Brady didn't play uh, necessarily well. No, in that, Super Bowl. That, that that was a terrible Super Bowl because it was a very defense oriented Super Bowl. Yeah, it was just defense oriented. But I don't think Jared like that. Jer, this Jared Goff now is way different from that Jared Goff. Yeah, well, because and the thing is, they've kind of like, and I will say like Detroit is a bevy of weapons. Yeah, Laporta, Amonra, Jameer Gibbs. Like they just they have it. Like they they have they have it across the board, man. They have they have guys. You know, fucking because I, I like they got my man Penny Sewell, who's a all pro tackle, somebody I wanted like in a Zach Wilson draft, but we're not gonna go there. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Swell's like really, really fucking good. But yeah, man. Again, like I said, um, it was a pretty, you know, it was, it was pretty cool. I, saw, I like, I, I feel, I feel good for Detroit fans. So I do too, man. I do too. You know, like, you, like that they, fan they, base. They, I feel the exact opposite towards them that I do towards the Packers. They deserve this. They have suffered. They are yes. long suffering. That is a miserable franchise. Yes. You, you cannot pretend to be a Lions. Yeah, you fan. cannot pretend. You cannot bandwagon them. You cannot bandwagon that team. Like I'm happy for I'm happy for all those people. That is a miserable, miserable, yes. miserable, miserable fucking fan base, and has been for a long, long time. time. That that dude, it cut to some of the crowd. They were some of the people were crying. Then like I understand, man. Like understand. it's a, it's a big deal. I was super happy for them, man. They haven't they haven't experienced that since '91. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's fucking crazy, man. So good for them. Yeah, good for them. I like. I'm very happy for them. Very happy for them. Uh, so coming up next, talking about them MF Dodgers. Them MF Dodgers. I uh, like. You know, what I'm saying Shohei Tani and Yamamoto Glass now one point three billion dollars. Jesus Christ. Yes. We're gonna get into that and like you know why and why I feel the way I do. And I'm pretty sure the RK is going to have his thoughts about it, too, because he's going to have to deal with them. I ain't got to deal with them like that. So, you know, we're going to have that. And our Thug Life Moment of the Week, you guys keep a lot on the scoreboard on Anchor. Presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Really, Really, Really Bad Dancer. Mr. Really, Really, Really Bad Dancer. Arms swinging, knees bending, head bobbing to no particular rhythm. You're either dancing or you have fleas. Call me the doctor. As soon as you hit the dance floor, the taunts begin. 
Is that all you got, Clea? Unfortunately, yes, that's all you got. Who's in the house? Some guy who can't dance. That's who's in the house. So crack open an ice cold Bud Light, Mr. Happy Feet, because you really put the oogie in boogie. You are listening to Podomatic Radio. You're listening to The Scoreboard with your host, Michael Hill and Ryan Kay. Catch them here every Tuesday on Podomatic Radio. Something that has to warm up before you use it, sir. How about your wife? This is a scoreboard thug life moment of the week. Brought to you by nobody. Because we're on a budget. This is the place where douchebag behavior isn't only welcomed, but it's celebrated. Now, here's your host, HBK and the Arcade. What's up, everybody? It's that time. It's a thug life moment of the week. And if you out here doing thug shit, we want to hear from you. And if you want to uh, send us your thug life takes, which on mine, somebody did. You know what I'm saying? I'll give you that information at the end of the show. I was going to go first, but the RK said he had a conventional take. Well, an uh, unconventional. Like, I oh, conventional thug life moment of the week. Yeah, I had an unconventional thug life moment of the week. So my thug life moment of the week goes to French figure sa- skater Adam Sal Himfa. So Say that five times fast. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, which I probably butchered his name. <laughs> so, so I don't really keep up with figure skating. I don't give a fuck about it really. I until haven't kept, I haven't kept up with it since Michelle Kwan because that yeah. was my that was my favorite figure skater. Yeah, I don't keep up with this very much until it's the Olympic season, and then yeah. you kind of, you know, you get some stuff. But so this guy is. Um, this guy was competing at the European Championships, right? Mm-hmm. And so, in figure skating, it is illegal to do backflips. Mm-hmm. They deduct points for this mm-hmm. because they're like that is not an approved move. Mm-hmm. That I think it has to do with the dangers of it. I, I don't know why they don't approve it. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, Adam, fucking did an illegal backflip in the competition at the European Championships knowing he would get that deduction mm-hmm. just to flex about his confidence that he would still win. Wow. He, he, he added it into his routine. Because you have to submit your routines yeah. and they can score you yeah. basically off of difficulty points. He snuck in that backflip in the middle of that motherfucker <laughs> and incurred a deduction knowing he would still win. Wow. And if that ain't some real big dick shit then you know i'm saying that's some big dick shit right there dog like and again you can still see some gangster ass shit even in the world of male figure skating you know what i'm saying it exists everywhere exists everywhere it exists you you can be but you can be doing gangster shit anywhere you just gotta gotta find it you gotta find it and that's kind of my whole point (laughs) so yeah like i said a little bit of an unconventional that's good but that's big dick energy man (laughs) i fuck with that oh man I was like, my thug life moment of the week goes to this man named Rory, and he see tells me he was he tells me he was like me and my girlfriend was sitting there, all like you know what I'm saying we were sitting there chilling. He said she asked me, 
<laughs> and like it's yeah, so, no she no she asked me like have, have has have she been the only one i deal with and i said yes the others were eights and nines and that's how we started arguing nice <laughs> was like that my friend is good <laughs> yes yeah 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 ask, ask stupid questions you get stupid answers the only one i deal with that's funny as hell <laughs> he said are you the only one i do he'd be like yeah the rest were eights and nines that's 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 good that's fucking good is what that is Man, that's, that's bold. Yeah, that's, that's bold. Well, well, that's just you playing. Yeah, trying to get yelled at. <laughs> that's exactly. Dude, you know what's funny, man? Is I I work with a lot of women at the hospital I work at, mm -hmm. and it was real funny. This made me feel good about myself. <laughs> One of my coworkers, I got pulled over to their their part of the hospital to work in their section of the hospital for that day, and my coworker literally was like, "I made some dumbass joke." And she looked at one of the other coworkers and was like, "Man, Ryan play all day." And I was like, "I was like, yeah, you fucking right, I do. You fucking right, I do." I'm just more cold with it. I like, I know. Said so there was like this girl at my job that I don't like, but she always be flirting with me. We had like a meeting, <laughs> and like come in there, she was like, "Did you miss me?" And I look at her and said, "With every bullet so far." <laughs> With the straightest face, I like with every bullet. Oh, uh, so uh, dog! You couldn't have said that around me. I'd, <laughs> I'd, I'd have been. I, I'd, I'd, you, you. That's how you summon me, like Beetlejuice. If I were with you, I, I could have been across the plant. I'd have popped up out of the fucking wall to laugh at that woman. <laughs> Shit. It's funny as a motherfucker. Oh dog. man. But yeah, I said, but oh man, like. The Dodgers are like a, te gross. a team that the arcade hates, and like nice. you know, what I'm saying, the, and this saying as a, as they do in America, the rich get richer, and they just acquired Shohei Itani for seven hundred million. They yeah. they they acquired Yamamoto yeah. for over three hundred million. I can't remember Yamamoto's first time. I said Yoshinobu. Yeah, Yoshinobu. Yeah, I just yeah. call him Yamamoto. I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I couldn't. I can't. I just can't remember his first name. I think it's Yoshinobu Yamamoto. But anyways, yeah, Yamamoto got over three hundred and fifty million, and they traded for Tyler Glass now. And as I'm sitting here thinking about this, I like. I love me some Shohei Itani. Please believe. I like. You know what I'm saying? And guys, I like. I'm gonna go on a bench bitch rant the arcade might might too but i know for a fact that i am but please believe after i go on this rant i like about the dodgers i'm still gonna buy that shohei atani jersey <laughs> please believe i'm still gonna buy that hodo still gonna buy it but for me is i like and i talked about this on twitter and people were giving me uh giving me uh giving me flack and all that stuff usually it's people that don't know nothing about sports and don't know ball so i really don't take what they say into consideration i like i said this all over on twitter and my thing with this is and your gripe might be totally different ryan oh, but here's my gripe about this my thing is it's gonna be a hater mostly but I, i'm kind of a hater too but my thing is it poses more of a question because my thing is this I, I I don't have a problem with this with, with with them doing this because they have the money to do so. You know what I'm saying? They have the money to get it. And my question is, 
where where is the hate for this organization that will be for the Yankees if they would have done that? Don't. Because please believe if we would have done this like during the George Steinbrenner era, the people would be crying for like you know a, a crying for like you know saying a, a salary cap and and I and I got guys I get it I I agree with you I totally agree with you and I and I took it I took that shit on the chin I took the hate on the chin I like you know what I'm saying because in a way. It was some bullshit. I took it on chin. I, I agree with you guys. You know what I'm saying? There was nothing we could do about it, but I still dealt with the hate and I still dealt with the darts. My thing is, where is that same energy for like for this franchise? I like, where is it? So, dude, the thing is though, their dog Twitter is a lot louder about it than you think it is. You just ain't moving in the right Twitter circle. Okay, is what I'm gonna tell you. About so, that. so I'm not. Oh no, 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 hell no. People, no people, no, dude, people. Do people shit on these motherfuckers okay, all day, every okay. day? Because it seemed like I was the only one. I was like, that's my thing. No. I, I don't mind. That no, doing go, it. go look at Braves Twitter. Braves Twitter obviously has things to say about it, but it ain't just us. It's everyone. Uh, my, my thing is, like, keep the same energy. I don't mind yeah. getting the hate, but don't act like, you know what I'm saying, like, you know... Like, like the, my thing is just keep the same energy because my thing is, like I was telling somebody over Twitter, this is selective outrage to me. I like, and, that, and that's one thing I don't deal well with, a selective outrage. If you're going to have the same energy with the Yankees, please have the same energy with the Dodgers. I don't mind that it's going on. I just need, where, where's the outrage from y'all? Because I can't have no outrage because I benefited from a franchise that done it. So I can't really do it without me coming off as a hater. But my thing is the people that were throwing darts at me, where's that outrage coming from y'all? That 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 was the that was the point I was making. Listen, if there's a lot more of it than, than you you know, but I will I will say um, there's a uh, I'll say there's a very much a um, um, Again, there's very much a lot. There's a lot that's been said, but I also think that part of why it's a little quieter for you, the Yankees were actually capitalizing, so we were actually winning. Yes. Okay. And the Dodgers, I, and, I, and I said that. I like I said that. If the Dodgers the actually took care of business and like were dynastic the yeah. way that they should be, See? the money that they spend, you would hear a lot more grumbling. Okay, because I feel I, I've said that I've said that a couple of years ago. I yeah, like, you did. Uh, maybe it's because like you know saying they don't stand on business or handle business and no. get the job done the way we did. No, they don't. They they don't. Look in. They 100 percent don't. And that's that's part of it too, for sure. Um. It truly, truly is. And I say to people for that, like like I said, I understand that. But people tend to forget, like, you know, during that dynasty, like, you know, say our core four were homegrown guys. Mm -hmm. Bernie Williams, I like, you know, Mariano Rivera, Jorge Basada, and Derek Jeter mm -hmm. was the core guys. I like, those were homegrown talent. You know what I'm saying? That was our heart and our soul and our core. Like, people tend to forget that. Yeah. Tend to, tend to forget that. So... So my thing is, when you look at the Dodgers, the way that, and like I said, the, the way that their success has been, they um, won a Mickey Mouse ring in a shortened season. So that's what we call it? Yeah, that's what people, dude, that's what people, <laughs> dude, dude, I'm telling you, baseball Twitter is hateful towards them. They're like, yeah, yo, enjoy your Mickey Mouse ass ring. It's kind of like the, when people hate the Lakers. I say, enjoy your enjoy your bubble ring that don't mean nothing. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's, right. it's the same fucking thing. Yeah, they 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 always say the Dodgers have a Mickey Mouse ring, and um, 
you know, they, they shit on him. And, you know, like I said, it, it ain't nice. Oh, pe- people ain't like, we we love the Dodgers. No, it ain't, yeah. it ain't like that over there. So, the thing is, like I said, what dog win, they paid for Yamamoto. Twitter basically lit up like, man, it's going to be funny as fuck having them lose to the damn Reds in the first round. Like, that that's the kind of jokes that the Dodgers be. They, like, people, people play on their name constantly because it's like they spend all that money and they ain't got nothing to show for it. And, and the thing with that was, like, you know, people were sitting there, uh, like, with the – well, once I knew that Shohei was going to uh, – going to uh, – the LA, I knew Yamamoto was going to come with him because of anybody that read any of the reports. Yeah. Yamamoto made it very clear that he wanted to play with a fellow Japanese player. Yeah, he said that the entire time. He and said that the entire time. So, the, so the realistically, the options were he was basically using other teams as leverage yes. for the Dodgers for to get a better deal from the Dodgers. Yes, because because the other thing was he. He could have signed with the Cubs or the Red Sox because mm-hmm. Seiya Suzuki is obviously with the with the uh, Cubs, and I cannot remember the name of that wonderful hitter that the Red Sox have. That guy's really good. Um, I feel like an asshole, uh, but anyways, um, so th- that was basically like those were the three teams mm-hmm. basically. Um, the Mets also too because uh, Kodai Singa. So those are four teams actually were on the table. Um, Otani signs with the Dodgers, and then it's like, well, shit, it's probably them if they can afford it. And the Otani deal, which is something we have never seen, that much deferred money. Which, by the way, he's basically playing for free. Yeah, because well, what's funny is they talked about his endorsement money he got last year. Mm-hmm. Um, keep in mind the endorsement money he's uh, he's got. They were like, if you just counted his endorsement money, his endorsement money made him per year the high, the third highest paid player in baseball. That's how much endorsement money he made last year. Oh, and now, and now, like obviously, he's still in LA. And not only was he doing that in LA, he was getting endorsements in Japan too. Yes. He's a fucking god there. Yeah, exactly. So that's the thing, man. He's he's just like he's going to make outrageous amounts of money off of his endorsements that he can live off of. And he lives a pretty modest life, so he does. And then like I said, all that deferred money. It's going to be really funny. Um and and, and the other part that a lot of people don't understand is obviously the taxes out in LA are a lot higher. It's legal tax evasion because mm-hmm. the second that the deal's over with and all the deferred money, mm-hmm. when he moves back to Japan or invariably wherever he ends up living, it'll be Japan. Yeah, he's gonna like go. he's gonna go back home. He's not gonna have to pay Los Angeles taxes on that money yeah. at all. It's just he's getting away with legal tax evasion. It's the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> um, good for him, by the good way. Good for him. Um, this probably will come up in the CBA, um, the next round of the CBA that they do, uh, because it's fucking ridiculous, you know. Um, it's just absolutely fucking ridiculous. But uh, you know, like I said, the whole thing is just—it's wild, man. Mm-hmm. I will also say that the slander that Yamamoto got—they uh, were like, "Oh, he has like a four-something ERA in the playoffs." Perfect Dodger pitcher. Yeah. Because Clayton Kershaw's always been like that. They're, they're, that's kind of the, the whole steeze 
of the uh, of the Dodgers is they have these great players, they have these great pitchers, and they don't show up in uh, in September, October when mm-hmm. they're supposed to. Um, so that's kind of the other thing with it. So I just don't. I mean, yeah, dude. Listen, having Shohei. But Shohei's coming off of TJ, man. Yeah. Yeah, he's coming off a of second Tommy John. Are we really overly committed to him as a pitcher? You have Walker Bueller coming off of a season after Tommy John. Yeah. You you signed Yamamoto to hold down the fort, which not Japanese pitchers don't always translate super fucking well. Yeah, just they, that, they, they they don't always. Yeah, just as Daisuke Matsuzaka. Yeah, exactly. Like he and he was okay, but he wasn't like elite. Yeah. Like everyone was like, "Oh god, he's gonna be amazing." I like he was inconsistent at best. Yeah, he was inconsistent. Like when he was good, he was like really fucking good. Then when, when he was bad, it wasn't good. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, I mean, Kodai Singa struggled some this year yeah, like well, that. Like, Kodai Singa was like, when he came over, they have to adapt. It takes a minute. I saw you Darvish was pretty good. You Darvish is exceptional, um, for sure. Uh, so, again, like, you Darvish is a fucking god. So, like, so that was that was my thing. Like, I know somebody was trying to tell me he was like a Rays fan, and he was talking about, because he's a Rays fan, so of course he's going to have that thing about uh, it. And the thing was, he just had, like, Yankee hate blinders on. Like, he wasn't really addressing my point. He would just, I guess he was just happy that the Yankees didn't get him. But the Yankees were never going to get him. Like, that was the thing. Like, bro, that's what you got to understand. Like, the Yankees were never in play for him. We don't have no Japanese player on the roster. I already knew what it was to the point where they had to get Hideki Matsui to try to make, like, a last-minute pitch. To where he was kind of interested, but he wasn't really all in like that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like I said again, man, it just it it's fine, you know. Um, like it. So, but that was my whole thing. I just wanted to know where was the outrage from. Like you know, and until you guys have some kind of outrage, apparently I'm I'm in the wrong circles. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There, there, there's some there's some circles that that exist. That woo, buddy. I like, and it has nothing to do with Shohei Itani. Love Shohei Itani. Yeah, he's the he's the shit. Like I said, I like. I'm about. To, I'm I'm gonna get me a fucking Shohei jersey. As much as I shit as I talk about the Dodgers, I'm I'm about to get that jersey, bro. You know what I'm saying? That or oh, like, and I remember, I remember I told Ryan, he's like, yeah, I'm still gonna buy jerseys. So he was like, yeah, either that or Freddie Freeman. Those are the only ones that are viable. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The only ones. But dude, I mean, my whole thing is like looking at the way this roster is set up. Like, yeah, I mean, dude, like you still have Freddie Freeman, you still have Mookie Betts, you have JD Martinez. Like, that is, and you're gonna have Shohei. You're, you're gonna have Shohei as a DH. The thing is, like, your team. Doesn't really scare me. The red, the, I have to see it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean it's just you know, like the, the, the pitch, was, You gonna have to show me the, the pitching. The pitching is so suspect, man. Because okay, even, so, with, even with Glass now. Yeah, dude. I'm gonna, I didn't even get into that. Tyler Glass now is overrated as fuck. <laughs> like and like and I like Glass now, but he's overrated. He's been injured a fair. He hasn't pitched a full season ever, really. Um. Again, multiple TJs himself. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, again, man, like, and and I, like I said, I like Glass now. Like, I ain't even trying to be a hater, but like, he's, you know, 
that just that just ain't it, man. It just really ain't it. Like fucking. And, and you got thing. You within those three players alone, you got one point three billion billion. I like you yeah. got to think. It's outrageous. I, I'm thinking to myself, I like. Like the Angels couldn't really do nothing with with Mike Trout worth half a billion. Yeah, they couldn't really make no moves. I like I'm trying to think about how y'all gonna like it, it, at this point. Your team is your team. Yeah, exactly. I, I would think. Yeah, for sure. Um, again, like it's exciting. You know, they're gonna be they, they're on paper. They're exciting. They're sexy. They check a lot of boxes. But the thing is, if you actually like stop and you analyze the pitching staff. Yamamoto's your ace because Bueller's coming off on that. Because the thing that people don't understand off coming about a dude coming off Tommy John surgery, it takes them a minute. It's not even the season. The season that they come off of it, they're on innings restrictions. They don't look right. Mm -hmm. They're not the same dude. They're just not. Period. End of discussion. They are not the same dude, and that's okay. It it's it's okay. Like it really is. Um, that's fucking fine. Mm-hmm. It, it's fine. Um, but you can't sit here and tell me that you're expecting Walker Bueller, who, by the way, I've always thought is overrated as fuck. I can, I can, I, I think Walker. So, so we got two overrated pitchers on the staff. You've got okay. You've got old Clayton Kershaw. Yep. You've got a dude who we don't know how he's going to translate the majors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I will give respect where respect is due. Yamamoto's very talented. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know if that translates over here. We don't know how much of an adjustment there is, but you know there will be some sort of an adjustment because he's not—he's probably not going to just come over here and just poop ass yeah. on the league. He's just not going to. Because um, yeah, because eventually hitters are going to hitters are going to adjust to you. These hitters are too good in the league not to. Yeah, exactly. And that there's also something about the methodical—the methodical way that Japanese pitchers pitch. They're slow and to the, the mound. Yeah, and they got and and there's a pitch clock. Yeah. So he's going to have to adjust to that. Uh, that that was a huge deal, I think with uh, Daisuke Matsuzaka. Like he worked too slow. Yeah, exactly. Um, Exactly. That was a big. That's a big thing with a lot of them. Um, they work slow, um, so you know. So again, you have a. Uh, like I said, you have Tyler Glass now, who is coming off of a fucking, um, you know, seasoning surgery. Dustin May coming off a of seasoning surgery. Walker Bueller coming off a of seasoning surgery. Clayton Kershaw is missing time because he's fucking old. You know, Bobby Miller was maybe your best starter last year, and he was a rookie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, let's hope that he can take the next you know, step. And like, as of like, you know, there's no Tony Gonsolin this year because you know he had Tommy John. You know, like I said, the the thing is, you're not even going to see what this rotation is going to look like until the following oh, yeah. season. 2025, you'll see something along the lines of Otani, Glassnow, May, Tony Gonsolin, Bobby Miller. Like, you'll see something along the lines of that. Yeah. This year, it's going to be something like Bueller, Glassnow, Miller, fucking Yarborough, Sheehan, Yamamoto. Yeah. Like, you're going to have some weird kind of, like, shit. Like, you, we don't even know what it looks like, honestly. At this point, I think this is one... one I want to say like a last ditch effort to win another World mm. Series, but but that's what it is. They pushed in, of course they did. I like if you're spending one a uh, one point three billion dollars on yeah, like three pushing. players, you're pushing in. Yeah, you've shoved in, of course. 
you know and you gotta think that's not even mentioned like the money that mookie's getting because i think mookie got like two 280 yeah yeah he's deferring a lot of that money too it's the same thing like he deferred a lot of his contract too like he's gonna be getting paid because that's the other thing too is that people aren't really even t thinking about is that like those contracts have been pushed down the road you're not gonna see the ramifications of that until like this team this team is gone gone like and when they're gone they're gonna be in hell they're gonna be paying they're gonna be paying like which obviously payrolls and salaries will have increased so there's a certain sort of brilliance in that mm -hmm. but there's also a very weird um sort of you're kicking the can down the road and you're gonna be on the books for 80 million a year every year jesus for players that aren't going to be playing for you that's in, that's some team's payrolls basically i said this is the bobby vanilla effect except it, worst yeah shout out bobby vanilla the the chat the yeah dude by the way the shohei otani deferred money my favorite thing about this whole thing i think this is a good note to end this section on bobby vanilla's contract deferred contract ends Shohei Otani's deferred money starts the following season. Wow. Kind of a funny little tidbit of trivia. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Amen, brother. All right, coming up next, your questions are in, and we cannot wait to answer them. You guys keep a lot on the scoreboard on Anchor. Crazy, right? That's a tattoo, though. You want to get that? Hulu has live sports. Really? Yeah, it's in my contract. It's in the contract. Can we at least change the font? If you want to be sued. Well, what if it's coming out of a dragon's mouth? No. <sighs> exactly. No dragons, no mouths, none of that. We could do like a tough dolphin splashing yeah, like, out. How large? Uh, yeah. Oh. How much are they paying you? Get that money. Hulu has live sports. Get that money. I like my chili hot. As a matter of fact, I like my chili so goddamn hot that you can cook a hog's ass in a spoonful. When a working man such as myself wants a little hot fixing, I reach for that bottle of mama's goddamn hot chili. Smooth tender chunks with chili beans filled with mama's hot bastard bacon bits and drizzled with just the right amount of thick savory sauce dripping with noodle nuggets and Texas tough onions. Mm-mm, that's hot. Goddamn hot. Ask for it by name. What's up, guys? You've been listening to The Scoreboard. Like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash scoreboard 808. And you can also follow HBK and The Arcade on Twitter at DXHeartbreakKid in Arcade. And remember, you can catch us every Tuesday on Podomatic Radio. It's already 110 in the summer, and if it gets one degree hotter, I'm going to kick your ass. Hey guys, it's mail time! This is the part of the show where we answer your questions. We usually expect questions like these. Tell me about Spider-Man. Why wasn't Thor in that one? Do you guys think that if MJ hadn't died, he would still be alive today? And these. What the fuck do a mermaid got to do with coffee any motherfucking way? And for the love of God, you spell check. Take it away, fellas. Appreciate it, bro. 
it's our first mail time of 2024 we appreciate you guys like always sending sending your uh sending your messages sending in your questions you know if you want to if you want to have your question answered on the show, so we'll give you that information at the end of the show. So we got four questions today. Uh, first question comes from Wes from New Orleans. So, hey, guys, Russell Wilson leaving the Broncos in the offseason. Where do you think the likely landing spot will be for him? That's a great question. Um, I mean, we're looking at teams that probably feel like they're a quarterback away as again, Russell Wilson was pretty fucking good this yeah, year. Yeah, John Payton's an asshole. John Payton's an asshole, and he never wanted Russell. He never again. wanted Russell Wilson, and even though, like, dude, they had a chance to make the playoffs, and Sean Payton wanted to be right and have his own guy more than he wanted to deal with Russell Wilson, which is crazy as crazy to me. That's crazy as fuck to me. So again, you have that the, the things he did to Russell Wilson, he never did to Drew Brees. But and this is before Drew Brees ever won a Super Bowl. I mean, I mean, you got teams like the Falcons. Uh, I, I got two. I got two teams. Yeah. yeah. Before you, oh, I only got two. And that is because I feel like the Falcons are going to draft one. Mm. I got two teams. The Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, that'd be a good one. And the Minnesota Vikings. Fuck out of here. Hey, I, I, I can see it out there with Jetta. Because did Jetta sign his fifth-year option? I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean that's that's a given. Yeah, we 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 haven't tendered it yet, but yeah, like we. I mean, if you want that, we got it. We have to exercise it. We're gonna uh, we're gonna exercise it. I mean, like, oh, I think we might have already exercised it. Yeah, we we're trying to get him extended. Still, yeah, you're like trying that. to get him extended. So if you want that guy to be, I don't extended. know. I don't. I don't see that. I see. I see maybe the team like a team look, like, I like the Falcons. I like look. If you guys like, you know, saying chose Kirk Cousins over Stephon Diggs, what's Russell Wilson? <laughs> How's that gonna hurt? No, I, yeah, I mean, like I said, it's 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 and, and, and I love Kirk Cousins. I like he was my best player in my fantasy league, and as soon as he got hurt, my fantasy went to shit. Yeah, but um, like I said, maybe maybe that's a possibility. But I see the Falcons, the Steelers are a good one. I, I really like that for them. Actually, um, I'm trying to think of other teams that maybe. No, I think the Falcons are going to draft the quarterback. I mean, I don't, I don't know if they can, they'll be able to. Is the thing because it's, again, it's, it's either that they're going to trade for Justin Fields because they're going to be at eight. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they're they're going to have to make a trade or something. Like they're going they're going to have to figure something out, man. I don't know. Um, you know, it, it depends on like if Bill Belichick is going to be coming there. Who knows? Because like Bill, Be- like because the Falcons have reached out to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know, man. Again, there's a lot of questions for sure. Um, yeah, like I said, I mean, realistically, I, I, I like the Vikings and the Steelers. I like him out there with Jetta. I like that a lot. And the mere fact, which are all O line, like can be ineffective sometimes. I like or be inconsistent. He can move out the pocket. I don't know if he fits uh, O'Connell's scheme though. That's the thing. I don't really know that. But maybe, uh, maybe that's something we do. But again, I know Quessy has said that he just he would like to bring Kirk Cousins back. But again, GM say a lot of things. I don't know. Um, yeah, especially after that season in the injury. Did yeah. he tear his ACL? No, he tore he tore his fucking Achilles. That was an Achilles tear uh-huh. that Kirk Cousins had. So yeah, I don't I don't know about all that, bro. Uh, so again, again, he was already an immobile quarterback that like panics when there's pressure. So I don't know, man. But uh, that's what I was saying. Like, I, yeah, like I said, I don't know, man. Um, outside, I, of, I knew you would hate it, but like, you, you got to think it's a possibility. No, no, I mean, listen, I'll, I'll acknowledge that it's possibly on the table. I like the Steelers for him. I like the, um, I like the Falcons for him. I like, 
trying to think of some of the other the other teams. I don't because you listen, do like. And I understand what you're saying, but, that, but, that, uh, but, but, but but let's just say the Falcons don't trade for Justin Fields. Let's say they. Don't it, it's do. not even that. It's the mere fact he's in Atlanta. You know who the fuck stays in Atlanta? Oh my god! I yeah. <laughs> oh my god! You think he wants to go to Atlanta? Future, yeah, future, future town. Yeah, that, no. that's a future town right there. Yeah, no, yeah, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it's, if we were just thinking about football, though, just in terms of team fits, yes, that makes sense. Um, maybe the Saints. Um, maybe. Um, no, but they just got Derek Carr. Yeah, they did, but. <laughs> you know, I don't know, man. Yeah, like I think it's Derek Carr. I like, you know, it just, it just it depends on how I feel like it's the Steelers. Like, I like the Vikings might have an outside chance, but I really think I don't. Th- I don't think the Vikings will be as interested in that. I think that they're already trying to move on from their veteran quarterback, and you know, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. He'll land somewhere for sure. Um, you know, he absolutely will land somewhere. Yeah, it's a given. So, uh, second question comes from Rose from Albuquerque. She said, "Say, hey guys, I said this upcoming WNBA free agency is going to be crazy. Where do you think these ladies end up?" And my thing is, I'll let you have the floral this. I, I haven't even really kept up with it. Oh, well, like there's only like there's only eight. I like, and they're pretty big names. I like Brianna Stewart's a free agent this year. I like, well, there's a free agent now. John Quill Jones is a free agent. I thought they signed multiple year deals. Apparently, they did not. Oh, shit. I like, uh, Brittany Griner is a free agent. Yeah. Skylar Diggins Smith is a free agent. Brianna Jones is a free agent. Enike Akungwike. I'm pretty sure I, I know I murdered her name. I can never say her name. She's a free agent. Dewana Bonner is a free agent, and Sautu Sabali is a free agent. Yeah, that is that's a free agent class, the best I've seen since I've been covering and watching this sport. As far as far as that uh, that. I really don't know, sweetheart. Just for the mere fact, I got to see how everything how everything plays out because the Indiana Fever got the number one pick in the WNBA draft, and Caitlin Clark's going to be the number one overall pick, and her and Aaliyah Boston are about to do some damage. So it depends on how. I like you know, I, I know one of the bigs might want to might want to go there. I, I I just don't know because I, I know Indiana's going to get good real fast. Yeah, yeah, like it's 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 about to be it's about to, they're about to bang over there. Yeah, they're about to bang. I like because Leah Boston is cool. I like, but I think she's better whenever she has a shooter. I like, you know what I'm saying? Like the uh, the playoff of whenever she get double teamed. I, just, I, 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 will, I will say though, the one thing I don't like about that pairing is that Caitlin Clark is so ball dominant that she's not. Gonna, I don't think she's going to be as willing to facilitate as much as that she should be. My thing is, she's never played with a player like Aaliyah Boston either. Yeah, so we'll have to just see how it goes. I like it. It's one of those type of things. Like, but, it's, ten- it's her, but tendencies it's do get ingrained in players because of things like that right but that's that coaching yeah exactly you have to you have to you got you got to coach that out of her Mm -hmm. i like she's an exceptional talent and she can take over when need be but like the thing is like Aaliyah boston i like is here too i like you don't have to do it yourself yeah you know what i'm saying it's not like you were playing with like a bunch of nobodies in college 
Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is the WNBA. This is where some of the best play, some of the best female players in the world come to play. All right? And I feel like you that can be coached out of her. Because I really feel like she do want to facilitate. But when your team is ass and don't make shots and you have to put up 30 just to even have a chance, I'm like, what are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do? It's the Allen Iverson effect. Yeah, true. It's the Allen Iverson effect. So, uh, next question comes from JC from Jacksonville. Said, I heard the Hawks are trying to move the DeJounte Murray. One, would you even want him? And two, where do you think he ends up? I'm going to be real with you. This is going to sound weird. I think he ends up back up in San Antonio. You thought that too? Yeah. I think San Antonio is where he ends up. Because, dude, he he even established himself and he was well liked there. And I think that having him play with Wimbignana would be better. Because the thing is, with him and Trey Young, they they do the same. Thing. They do the same stuff. Like they take they they're in each other's way. And you know, it worked for a little bit last year, and it was kind of cool. But at the same time, like you know, there's just a lot of fucking. Uh, I said Dejounte Murray to me plays better as a point guard. They yes, got he him does. Play, they got him playing the two. Yeah, he's a he's a point guard exactly. He's playing out of position, and the problem is Jeremy Sohan or Sochan is a dumb bastard and like will not get Wimbignan on the ball. The problem is their backup point guard has better chemistry with Wimbignana, but he plays no defense. To about Trey Jones? Yeah. Trey Jones has way better fucking... I love Trey Jones. Yeah, though. he has way better chemistry with fucking Wimbignana, but he just cannot fucking... He just can't... Because Sochan's just an idiot. And yeah. like he, Sochan will be like, yeah, Wimby's open, but fuck that. Jeremy Sochan time. You know, he's just a dumbass. Well, like, like, and that offense should go through Wimbignana. Yeah, exactly. And Sochan's just an idiot. Uh... So yeah, I like I, I would I, at this point I don't know because my thing is like I don't think they'll be able to deal him like in a trade in 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 the trade deadline. I feel like they'll have a better. I think it's the same thing with Zach Levine because I, I, I you would have to give up too much in the trade deadline for that guy. And I like both of those players, but they're not those dudes. It's not like a Pau Gasol that could change like you know what I'm saying the trajectory of a team. Like it did the Lakers, and we went to the NBA Finals. Well, yeah, those I aren't mean, those dudes? Yeah, like, it's, a, so. it's a right piece for like, yeah, no, I, I, I'm picking up what you're putting down, but yeah, like, Dejounte Murray, if he goes back to San Antonio, I think that, that gives San Antonio a good young core to to rebuild with and like start 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 over with, because like, hey, you have a good point guard and you have a really good center, so mm-hmm. let's. Let's get it popping and figure it out. Mm-hmm. So my thing is, what Dejounte even want to go back to Greg? Po- or go back with Greg Popovich? My thing is, like, I wouldn't say that that was like a, a thing of why he wanted to leave. I don't know why he wanted to leave and get traded in the first place, but I don't think he would want to go back. No, I, I think no. I mean that's true, but yeah, I don't. I don't know where he would end up outside because, like you said, I think the asking price will be too much. Yeah, the asking price will be way and too like, much. And like, what team needs him? Really, like that's, that's what like, I'm saying. You really won't get a better gauge of that until the offseason. It's the same thing with Zach Levine. All right, they're really they're fine players, but they don't move the needle to make a move like that. To just Zach Levine just, moves the needle a lot more than fucking Dejounte Murray. Yeah, does. but how much though? Yeah, exactly. It just is like how much are we? Because you would have to give up a lot for him. And like I said, because good shooting guards are a lot harder to find than good point guards. Because this is a point guards league mm-hmm. right now. Um, 
It's no, I think she. I think to, the the hardest thing to find to me is the three. I, I think like guard play, like you know, is as best as it's ever been. You can find guys that can shoot, but like a, like a good three, there aren't too many of those in the league. Well, my thing is the elite number twos don't exist. It's not like when we were younger where you had guys like Tracy McGrady, Tracy McGrady, Kobe, Kobe Bryant, AI, like AI, Vince Carter. Vince Carter. Like there, there was a bevy of those dudes. That doesn't exist now. It's basically like all your best players are small fours, usually, or 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 power fours or centers. Yeah, yeah. It's like. Yeah, it's like shooting guard is the possession is the position that is the most bereft of talent now yeah. because you're literally talking about like Anthony Edwards seems to be a dude and is is in this conversation firmly. Yeah. Um. Um. But let's but he's put, a but he's a tweener though. He's like a he can play the two and a three. Yeah, exactly. Well, well, and all 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 two guards, all the good two guards could play the three. Yeah. That's that. That's the Kobe Bryant could play the three if needed be. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's just how that is. Like in the right lineups, yeah, they can play the wing at the three. There, it's fine. But uh, so um, but yeah, like I said, like all the best shooting guards, like in the last like five to seven or years or so, it was like kind of a conversation between Clay Thompson and James Harden. And it just depended on how you feel about how you felt about James Harden versus how you felt about Clay Thompson. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Clay Thompson's whole thing was like yeah, he was an elite defender. James Harden was a better offensive weapon more consistently, but Clay Thompson was an elite defender. Yeah. So like I said again, guard play that that position is if you really stop and you think about it, the bet the two guards in the league, um, you basically have like Donovan Mitchell, Zach Levine. And he, he's really a point guard. Yeah, Donovan Mitchell's really a point guard, quite frankly. Um, you have um, Zach Levine. You have um, Anthony Edwards. You have Anthony Edwards. You have you still have James Harden. Um, you have I'm trying to think of the other two guards in the league. Um, that are like I'm sure I'm missing a ton of dudes. Um, Chris Middleton. Yeah, Chris Middleton's a two, but he's, but also, he's more of a three. He's more of a three, really. Um, that's what I'm Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown is also more of a three. Jason Tatum's a two, but he's he, but he's also he's a, a three. three. <laughs> like you know, it's just weird, man. Like yeah. So I guess Jason Tatum's in this conversation. Um, let's see. Um, obviously, Hemi Butler is a fucking three. Um, Tyler Harrow. Tyler Harrow, but I don't even really consider him to be in the same kind of category as some of these dudes we're mentioning. Um, you know, he's he's improved a lot the last couple seasons, but I don't really fuck with him like that. Um, again, like I said, it's a small list. Yeah. So you're kind of like every team could use Zach Levine more than they could use DeJounte Murray. Yeah. So you could kind of explain to me, like, like say you're the Lakers and you fucking blow up your team and you decide, hey, I'm going to have Zach Levine, LeBron James, and Anthony Davis. But you go, okay, we're going to do a three-headed monster. Obviously, you're going to kill all your depth for it. Yeah. There's, there, there's an argument to be made to yeah. do it. I don't think it's a good move, but you could. Um, uh, and the that matter of fact, it, 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 
like just for the mere fact, like you know, what I'm saying you don't know what you're getting out of Anthony Davis. I know Zach Levine gonna shoot it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like and whatever and he's gonna like whatever offensive load he's gonna take off LeBron. He's gonna do yeah. that. It's just on the defensive end, and I don't think Darvin Ham, Darvin Ham don't fuck with dudes don't that don't play defense. But but again, like I said, and Shea Gill just Alexander. Well, Shea Shea's a point guard, but like pure and straight straight through. Uh, De'Aaron Fox, kind of the same thing, point guard. Um, so. Like I said, again, there's a. So lot. he's playing out of position. What are you talking about? I like Shea. Cause no, Shea, 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 so, Shea, uh, Shea's I, been a point guard basically the entire time he's. I, th- I thought Giddy was a point guard. Nah, G- Giddy is like a point forward. He's he's a fucking whatever, but uh, but yeah. So, anyways, yeah. Like I said, that's all. That's a whole thing. Um. You know, Paul George, but he's a three. He, he Paul George is a three. Like I said again, he can most, play a three. most of the the thing is the shooting guard, the really elite shooting guards have gotten taller and they're now fucking small forwards. Mm-hmm. Kawhi Leonard, like they're all like three guard. It, it, it like Tracy McGrady was that before all. Of yes, it. because yeah. Tracy McGrady was six foot eight playing shooting guard. Yeah, he was. He could play small four, but he he played shooting guard. That's why Kobe Bryant said he was so damn guard tough to guard. He's yeah. like, dude, dude was six foot eight playing shooting guard. Yeah. It's Crazy. I like Paul, Paul Pierce once said he was like Tracy was so difficult to deal with. He goes because he was like there wasn't really a good defense for him. Mm. He goes you just had to like hope he missed. Really, yeah. he goes that was the defense. So the thing with with, uh, with Tracy McGrady, I felt like I felt like Tracy was his own worst enemy just for because I know they I remember in the magazine a long time ago. We'll get back to the point after I make this point. They were comparing like Kobe Bryant and like you know and. And Tracy McGrady and Kobe, how Kobe Bryant was always in attack mode, and Tracy McGrady was just like he let the game come to him. Like you know, he was always feeling things out. Yeah, I like, and I felt like if Tracy McGrady was more on attack mode, which he was, let's not let's not get it twisted, he was. But I felt like you know, if he had Kobe Bryant's uh, like you know mindset. Yeah, well, that was the thing. Well, and that was part of his leadership style too. Yeah. Like, like I've I've read things about like that was part of why he didn't do as well getting getting to the postseason or yeah. having postseason because he just didn't have that kind. He's just a very chill guy. Yeah, yeah. Unless it's some shit that he didn't want to do. Yeah, I like you know what I'm saying when it came to like I like. Did you ever hear that Gilbert Arenas uh, story nah. about that photo shoot? Nah, I like. He was like, dude, and I'll I'll, I'll tell you guys the story before we get back to the point. He was like, he said, dude, we were. He said, I was a young guy, man. So they were they were doing like this photo shoot. He said it was him, Chauncey, Tim Tim Duncan when Tim Duncan was at the height of his powers, and like you know when Kevin Garnett and Tracy McGrady. So we all there. Tracy McGrady comes in here. He was like, yo, he said, what are we doing? He was like, yo, we're going to be here for about three or four hours. He was like, three or four hours? He said, no, the fuck we not. He said, we do. You, he said, you motherfuckers got six clicks and we up out of here. And like, and Gilbert was like, I'm looking at Tim Duncan. And Tim looks at me. He was like, what T-Max says goes, bro. <laughs> so we was there for like all but 15 minutes. He was like, click, 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 six clicks. And we were out of there. He was like, damn, T Mac got it like that? He was like, yeah, T Mac got it like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's a funny that's, that's a funny that. story. But I like but as far as like where they go, I I, I don't see no team. I don't see no team really the, trading for, for DeJounte Murray. Not right now. In the offseason, wants to see how everything go and how the how oh, he'll have a lot of suitors yeah, in the offseason. Just like Zach Levine. Zach Levine had a lot of suitors suitors last offseason. I don't know why the Bulls didn't pull the trigger. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But speaking of the Bulls, I like, you know, I got to get on you Bulls fans because that shit you guys pulled at oh, the ring ceremony. Oh, spouse. Yeah, that was, that was classless, man. That's classless. I like, and not only, like, you know, because I didn't like Kraus either. I like, you know what I'm saying? But the man was a damn good GM. He knew what the fuck he was doing. Yeah, and the thing is, when the announcers was like, here to accept on his behalf, like, y'all want to boo? And then you know, y'all want to boo his wife? And not only do I, I like I blame y'all. Whoever was a part of that PR department should be fired because if anybody that was smart knows, like, bro, this isn't a good move. What that what they should have done is they should have marched out. They should have marched out the wife first and been like, hey, here to accept a award on behalf of Jerry Krause um, since he has passed. You could have introduced the wife. And like this is the wife of fucking well, the late. I wouldn't have had her there at all. She she would have been like in a press box somewhere. She shouldn't have because I because it's a lot different. Or like, uh-huh. I, I would have had somebody else do that. That old woman did not did not deserve that. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. And somebody yeah. made uh, like what somebody said made a tweet about it saying it's crazy how like you know the last dance depicted everybody to be a villain outside of Michael Jordan. Yeah. Yeah, and and Michael J- Jordan might have been the greatest villain of all. Yeah, frankly, and I love Mike. But but we all knew this going in. Yeah, exactly. We knew this was going to be like a PR piece for him. I like, but we all uh, was that. Uh, like, that's my thing. I like, y'all like, no matter how you felt about Jerry Krause, I like, yeah, Jerry Krause fucking sucked. I like, he wanted the Bulls dynasty to end because he was a petulant child and he wanted credit. I like, you know what I'm saying, and uh, I get that. But his his widow did not. Deserve that shit? No, not at all. He helped put those teams together. Yes, Michael Jordan wanted wanted a dude from North Carolina, and Krause went and got Horace Grant instead. He got Horace Grant and Scottie Pippen in the same fucking draft. What That's what I'm about? saying. Like, what are we doing here, man? I said like he traded uh, Charles Oakley, like so I'm saying, to get Bill Cartwright because they needed a fucking center. They needed a center that like actually was about some shit. He. He also fucking got Tony Kukoc, which people don't appreciate how big Tony Kukoc was, was at that second. At, three in, the, in that second three P, like people don't understand how big he was yeah. for them. Like, and he was in the Ring of Honor too. So, like you know, I like so I'm happy for him. Like, it, just about everybody was. I like you know, and it's crazy because the three people that people wanted to see didn't show up. Jordan wasn't there. Pippen wasn't there. Nor Rodman was there. Yeah. Exactly. Of course, but they had like a video tribute. Well, they had like they had like Michael Jordan sending like a video, like you know, saying them like saying he appreciated, like you know, he hated that he couldn't be there and all that other stuff. But I uh, like, yeah, that that was just classless, Chicago. Like that was classless. Y'all acting like Eagles fans. Yep. I like straight up. And the last question, last question comes from. Jonathan from Missouri said, Happy New Year, fellas. So, with Nick Saban retired, do you think the powers have shifted in college football? And if so, who do you, well, like, who do you think is that next dominant program or multiple programs? I mean, we're, we're, we're staring at Georgia, clearly. I mean, because Georgia won two out of the last three. Um, we're looking at them. Outside of that, if DeBoer's works out, then Alabama might step right back in to where they were before. 
If Ryan Day could get his shit together and win when it matters, Ohio State's recruiting could have them there, but they just don't quite get it done. But but with uh but with uh Harbaugh possibly leaving Michigan, he ain't got to worry about that no more. Yeah, probably because because Harbaugh literally constructed his teams for Ohio State for Ohio State. They just happened to win a national championship yes. this year. Uh, I honestly think Texas is is on on the up and up because they have Arch Manning, my and, boy, and and like I think that that's going to be some shit. I said Quinn's going to be coming back. Quinn Ewers is going to be coming back. Like I think Texas might be about some shit. Um, I like so some. I, like, I remember I said this. I like because they would talk about Nick Saban retiring, and I, I said this on Twitter. I was like, you know what? I really feel like the NIL made Nick Saban retire just for the mere fact that with the NIL, he doesn't have not merely nearly as much control over these five stars as he once did, like, you know what I'm saying, yeah. six, seven, eight years ago. And I feel like it leveled the playing field. Yeah. Um, there's also... Uh, that's just me being a hater, but I feel like that's... I mean, there's some validity to that. I mean, since the NIL started, like, Clemson already kind of it's taken a backward skid. That's because Dabo doesn't want to... Deal Utilize trans- it, yeah, or in the transfer portal, and yeah, like, he does, like it, he does, Dabo doesn't mind players making their money. He really don't, but he's just fucking the transfer portal and all that shit. He doesn't want to use any of that stuff, which he seemingly has his th- this off season. We're actually courting people and we're trying to get transfer portal pl- people. So he, I think he's learned his lesson. Um, so. Yeah, because Clemson fans were not happy this year. No, no, of course not. Yeah, was, even though like there was some optimism to be had about this season, like honestly, like I was happier with this season than I was with the last fucking two. You know, like really, well, I, well, maybe not the last two, but like no, yeah, the last two. Yeah, I was happier with this season than I was the last two seasons, yeah. definitely. So, you know. Yeah, but I really think like you know, it's a it's, it was time for him to go. But I really feel like he saw the writing on the wall, like with the NIL and it leveling the playing field. And yeah, he wasn't going to be able to get the best guys anymore. Yeah, you know, so like you got to think about it, like you know, the parity, like the the mere fact we had Kansas State in Washington in a fucking national title game. No, uh, 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 yeah, I mean, like you said, you again, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, you have Michigan and you have fucking, you know. Though, though they got Molly Walk, but the mere fact that it was there, you wouldn't. Like, if you would ask me this, like, maybe 15 years ago, if I ever thought Kansas State would ever be in the national title game or Washington, I would have laughed at you. Yeah, yeah. So, well, like, well, the thing is, though, like, Washington does have a fucking history. That, people don't remember this. Like, Washington used to be, like, a preeminent program, like, in the, like, late 80s, early 90s. Yeah, I remember that. But, like, the thing is, like, they kind of it's not basically washington was that school that was like and this this is pre-oregon like that was basically like you didn't want to go to southern cal you went to washington yeah that was how it was and you know obviously this is the death of the pac 12 Mm -hmm. you know so again i'm just not really sure how it goes but yeah like i said i think texas is a good candidate florida state might be lurking because norvell's got them fuckers right yeah um Obviously, Georgia's going to stay where they are, probably. Like I said, Ohio State, if Ryan Day could really... Because they win recruiting. They crush it every year. Like, Ohio State just poops out professional football players. Yeah. You know? But, again... I I know people are going to ask me, what about Colorado? No. No, not yet. 
Not even close. Uh, dude, to be honest with you, like, Shadora got one more year, like, you know what I'm saying, uh, I, I, uh, I want to say eligibility before you go to the league, and I feel like as soon as Shadora leave, Prime's going to leave, so Yeah, no. I think so, too. So, no. Yeah, I think I, so like, I, I, I don't, like, they, they have to show me, and they haven't shown me. So, no, like, no, I don't see them doing much of anything. Nope. So, I like, so that's, that, that's just how that's going to go. So, that's the end of our show. I like we got AEW uh, this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got we got uh, divisional round uh, like come in the playoffs uh, this weekend. Hockey's going on. Hockey's we got, going on. We got we got basketball. We Isn't like tennis going on too? Uh, I think I, tennis is about to start because I, I no I think because I think Naomi Osaka lost in the first round. Oh, we we gotta say we got the what is it, the Australian Open? Yeah, or, yeah. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember which. I say like you got basketball still going in full swing. I like you know when do pitcher pitchers and catchers like you know. I want to say yeah, it's always in February. February. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they report in February, and then spring training happens in like March. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, we got all that stuff going on. You can hit us up. I, on Twitter, I'm at HBK underscore Illmatic, all caps, uh, like, you know, and he is at Arcade, all caps, R, like, you know, underscore K-Y-D. Yeah, it's all, yeah, you can always find me on Twitter at Arcade, it's R underscore K-A-Y-D-E. So you can like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash scoreboard808. Yeah, that's where you guys are like, you know, you can send your you can send your questions, you can send uh, like your thug life moment of the week. You can also hit us up via email at scoreboard underscore radio at yahoo.com. You can also do that as well. So with that being said, like, you know, it's a good start to the new year. We hope you guys are having uh, like a good and productive start to your new year as well. And we'll see you back better than ever next time. Peace out. Later, guys.